Jasmine and Beauty Podcast starts right now. Welcome into another edition of the Asmin and Budic Show. I'm Jake Asmin alongside Dan Budic, and it's officially Masters Week in the sports world, and we thought there would be no better time but to welcome in one of the best broadcasters in the business and Jimmy Roberts. Jimmy is a 13-time Emmy winner, and he covers golf for NBC Sports and the Golf Channel. Jimmy is down at Augusta National covering the Masters, and he joins us now. Jimmy, thanks for coming on the program. Jake, Dan, good to be with you guys. Jimmy, again, thanks so much for coming on. Were you at all surprised when you heard that Tiger Woods wasn't going to be a part of the Masters? Uh, I think disappointment, but I'm not certainly not surprised. I don't think I would have been shocked if he said that he wanted to come back and play here either, though. I think this is a place that is very comfortable to him. He's obviously won here four times. If you were struggling or you had been off for a, a great deal of time, you would want to come back at a place where you – had had success before uh, and might have an advantage. And that describes Augusta for Tiger. Um, you know, he's this is not the most challenging course from tee to green, but when you get on the greens, it's exceptionally challenging. And I think that he has, you know, he holds, uh, you know, he holds all sorts of records here for most rounds under par, most aggregate score under par, you know, four wins. It's just the type of place where he would, you know, he would do well. Jamie, how surprised are you that Tiger Woods still has yet to win a single major since everything went down back in 2008? Not surprised at all. I mean, I think that um, majors are really hard, and I think what he did was, I think he kind of really screwed up people's expectations, and he uh, he, he kind of changed the. He, he changed the dynamic of the way people look at golf. He, you know, people used to kind of expect they, you know, Tiger would play. And I was just doing another show, and we were talking about this. How many times, you know, ten years ago, would the a common question be, "Do you want Tiger or do you want the field?" And that's an absurd question if you think about it. It wasn't absurd back then because it was the reality. Tiger was winning so much, but golf is a game where you lose so much more than you win. And to approach a tournament thinking that, you know, Tiger Woods has a better chance to win than everybody else put together is crazy, but it was the reality. Um, so he changed our expectations. The fact of the matter is that, you know, he doubled the winning percentage of Jack Nicklaus over the course of, you know, their, their two careers. And so that was, you know, the type of thing that was just so outlandish. It got us to thinking about Tiger differently. And I just think it was the type of thinking that didn't apply to anybody else in the game of golf ever. Jimmy, with that said, do you think Tiger Woods will ever regain his old form? Oh, no, I don't, I don't think there's... I'd be shocked um, if he ever regained his old form. I do think he'll come back and win again. I think that he has a chance to win a major championship. I do not think that he'll break Jack Nicklaus's record uh, of 18 majors. Um, I don't know that he'll break Sam Snead's record for PGA Tour wins now. And at one point, that was just considered a foregone conclusion. I do think he's going to come back, and I do think he's going to win again. But I just don't think the majors are just so 
hard to win. And we're talking with Jimmy Roberts of NBC Sports and the Golf Channel. Jimmy, switching to golfers actually participating in this year's Masters. Jordan Spieth won this tournament a year ago as a 21-year-old, and a year later he's now one of the biggest golfers on the planet. Did you see his rise to prominence coming? You know, it's funny. When Spieth was 16 years old, we at NBC did the U.S. Junior, which is the tournament which is one level below the U.S. Amateur age-wise. Tiger won it three consecutive times, then went on to win the U.S. Uh, amateur three consecutive times. Steve won two, con- uh, not, and actually they weren't consecutive. Steve won two U.S. juniors. And we covered the first one, which was at the Trump course in Bedminster, New Jersey. And I remember after the tournament was done, I was talking to him, and a reporter from Dallas came up to me and said, you know, there are a lot of people in Dallas, which is where Jordan is from, who think that he just conducts himself, he's very precocious, he conducts himself like he's an adult. And I got to thinking about it, and this was when he was 16, and people were thinking about him that way then. I I think I would agree with that. Um, I felt that way then. He's been on the radar of people who cover the game as one of the people to watch, certainly as an amateur. Um, I think what he did last year was stunning. You know, to win two major championships at, what, the age of 22 years of age, and he was really, you know, what, one shot out of a playoff for, you know, having won three straight. Um, It was a remarkable achievement, but in the afterglow of what Tiger did, people don't, I think, have the proper appreciation for how remarkable it really was. I mean, the majority of players out there, you know, will struggle to win one or two PGA Tour events. Now we're talking about a guy who wins two major championships in one year. Um, He's clearly a very, very talented player, and I think that this year is going to be very important for him. They say that the hardest thing to do with golf is to follow up a great round with another good round. Well, I think it also applies when you're talking about seasons. He had a great season last year. It's going to be interesting to see what he does coming back this year. Um, I do think he, you can, I'd be shocked if he doesn't win a handful of majors. The exact number, I'm really not sure. Who knows what could happen. And we're joined on the phone line by Jimmy Roberts of NBC and the Golf Channel. Jimmy, Rory McIlroy has never won a Masters, but if he wins this year, he could complete the career Grand Slam. What do you like about his game when it comes to playing at Augusta? Oh, I think it translates great. Um, you know, he hits the ball forever. And long drivers have a, have a, I don't want to say an advantage here, but it does give them something. It does put them in position to take advantage of this course in ways that people who don't hit the ball as far uh, don't have that opportunity. Rory hits the ball miles. And, you know, sometimes he doesn't drive it so straight. Um, that doesn't really matter so much here. It's all about, they say that Augusta National is what they call a second-shot golf course. And what that means is that the crucial shot at Augusta National, despite all the, you know, all the attention putting gets, the crucial shot at Augusta National is the second shot because what that does is it puts you in position to score. So your second shot, which on the majority of the holes on the course, is going to be an approach to the green, that means that your second shot is going to either put you in the right place or the wrong place. And that is going to determine your success here. Uh, he 
is a, a, also a terrific iron player, but he's a streaky putter. And when he's hot, he's very, very good, as we've seen over the last few years. I mean, it all depends on you know which McElroy shows up. He wins here this year. He completes the career grand slam, which would be quite an accomplishment. But um, I think if you're watching at home, you're watching the Masters, look and see what these guys do on their second shots. You know, do they avoid what they call the bad miss, which is that sometimes it's better to be not on the green than on the green in the wrong place. Jimmy, what would you say is the hardest part about playing Augusta National? Well, listen, Augusta is not a secret. Uh, it's, it's, as I just said, it's about putting yourself in position to do the right thing. You know, so it's a second-shot golf course, but you've got to be able to putt. I mean, I've played this golf course, and it's, you know, it's not the most intimidating course tee to green, but when you get on the greens, it doesn't take much, you know, to put yourself in just extraordinary amounts of trouble. And with the green speeds during the tournament and the whole locations during the tournament, it can just become an absolutely impossible golf course to play. And if the wind blows, it can be really crazy. So I think most would agree that the biggest challenge of Augusta is, uh, are the greens. The, challenge, the biggest challenge is, is the greens. Now, Jimmy, we got to ask, do you have a favorite in this year's tournament? I think, uh, look, you know, we always talk about favorites. It's just it's kind of a crazy question because – Stuff happens in golf, um, and you know, outside of the days when Tiger was, you know, winning in handfuls, and he was a better bet than the rest of the field combined. The fact remains that you know you could throw a blanket over probably in this case 15 guys who you could say have a reasonably good chance to win, reasonably good to very good. If I had to pick a name out of that 15, I would go with Justin Rose number eight player in the world, won the U.S. Open in 2013 at Marion, uh, finished 14 under par here last year. I, I think I just have a feeling about him. And, you know, maybe one of the outside guys to watch, I, I wouldn't call him a long shot, although he is playing in his first Masters, is a guy named Kevin Kisner. And people may remember him from last year. He was the one who dueled with Ricky Fowler at the Players' Championship uh, in the playoffs. Went to the University of Georgia. He's from Aiken, South Carolina, which is just about 25 minutes away from here. He's played the course a number of times. Um, has won this year on the PGA Tour down in uh, Sea Island. So I think he's in a good spot if you you know if you wanted to pick what would be called a long shot. Of course, the last time somebody won this tournament, the first time they played it was all the way back in 1979, and that was Fuzzy Zeller. And prior to that, the only first-time winner was the guy who won it the first time it was played. So it's really only happened once. Jimmy, after covering the Masters for as many years as you have, in your view, what about the Masters makes it so great? I think it's just the adherence to tradition. You know, I think that uh, they are so serious here about doing business in a certain way, uh, and there are no compromises. And while that doesn't always make it easy to cover this tournament or to be here, you have to appreciate it because they're, they are interested in one thing only, and that's the integrity of the competition. And that's not to say that at the USGA, they don't have that same feeling about the U.S. Open, and at the RNA, they have the same feeling about the, you know, the, the Open Championship, and at the PGA of America, they don't have the same feeling about the PGA Championship. But there's just something about Augusta, you know, the fact that we're all so familiar with it uh, because it's held on the same course every year, 
Uh, the back nine is very, very dramatic. There are so many scoring opportunities, which is fun. You know, as a golf fan, I'd rather watch birdies than bogeys. So um, this place is very, very special. And I think, you know, I've covered every sporting event you could possibly imagine. And this, I think, kind of lingers in the top two or three of, of them all. That's Jimmy Roberts of NBC and the Golf Channel. Jimmy, thanks so much for coming on. We know you're very busy. We appreciate it, Jimmy. Thanks again. All right, guys. Good being with you. Go Bombers. Thanks for listening to the Aspen and Budick Show. To keep up with the guys, like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter with the handle at Aspen Budick Show.